Welcome to Loser Leaves Wrestling! We're back on track! Better than ever! Don't even worry! If you're coming in, don't worry! We're not gonna mess up on you! We're not gonna freeze up! We're not gonna have weird sound effects! This is no glitching or anything! Roy has been working painstakingly, painstakingly! Come on in! Let us know you're here! We can respond too! We can respond too! This is Loser Lee's Wrestling, the Woozer Wants of AW Dynamite. My name is Red Jefferson, and I'm here with Roy, the Toy Boy Hammer. Swizz. Swizz, hey, Swizz in here? Swizz, Swizz is in is here. here. How do we sound, Swizz? Let us know how we sound. We, we're care uh, Gilly Gaming's in here. Hell yeah, Gilly Gaming. Gilly we love to Gaming. see you here. Uh, this has been a roller coaster. Thank you all so much for sticking it out with us, letting us get through this. Uh, how are you feeling today? I, oh, no, no. Swizz says no FaceTime this week. Swizz, you're being a sassafras. <laughs> Swizz, we've got it fixed. We've we got, got it fixed. fixed. We did it. It's required me using multiple computers. And He's got so a three-screen setup. He's got a three-screen so setup. Stressful. A bunch of Reddit people. And Swizz says, sounds better than ever. Tony's in the house. Tony. Hola. Como esta usted, muchacho? Excellent job. <laughs> Excellent job. We are here, and this is uh, uh, Loser Leaves Wrestling, the woos and what's of AEW Dynamite. I already said it, but we're going to talk AEW Wrestling tonight. Dynamite, it's the f it's the first episode with CM Punk on there, and it's the last one with Brock Anderson. <laughs> no, we don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know that. Bless his heart and soul. Let's get into this. Let's start talking about the woos of tonight, the big good things, the woos of the night. Uh, Royster, what is your big woo of the evening? Oh God! It's 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 got to be the CM Punk promo. It kind of has to be. And the I guess reason it has for to that be. Is, Actually, just looking at my list, it, it has to be. Honestly, it wasn't the greatest episode of Dynamite. It wasn't bad. We'll talk about it. But Punk is still just so happy to be there, mm -hmm. and I love watching him be so genuine and so happy to be there. I love that. I love that he is still like. I. It feels like he doesn't. He's not keen to time yet. They're not telling him how long he has. He still gets to go out there and do whatever he wants. And it's the only moment in the history of AEW Dynamite that they've let breathe is the end of yeah. that promo where they watched him walk up the to the point where he didn't know which tunnel to go in. Mm -hmm. They just let it go. Honestly, and it's that is like a part of the the play on words, but it is a breath of fresh air. Yeah. The fact that they're they let things breathe because everything else feels so jam packed and crowded, uh, and it feels like uh, you can't even make sense of anything. Uh, one thing I did want to mention uh, in terms of the CM Punk uh, Tony interview. The best part for me was also upsetting to me was the Brian Danielson mention. Mm. I was Brian wondering Danielson. what you think about that. I'm upset. Like, of course, I love it. I love it because it's in the moment. Quit reading the comments yet. We're still I'm in sorry, conversation I'm sorry. mode. I'm sorry. God damn it. God damn it. We're going to get to the comments. I'm excited. I know. We're excited. We're back and we're, Things we're are working and shaking. But, like, I really love the Brian Danielson comment. Uh, because it's, you know, in the moment, we're in the moment together. He's being very present when it's cool, when they reflect on that. But I don't like it because you're kind of taking away a little bit of his steam. A little bit of his steam's being taken away. Every time you make a reference to it, every time that happens, there's a little bit more taken out of the kettle. And so I want a full amount of steam. I want them to forget about this by you being as CM Punk as possible. I feel like that was a little bit of a selfish move on his part to get a cheap pop. Yeah, I think if anybody else did it, it would be unacceptable. But that's like a very like punk thing to do. Like it CM is punk, punk is like, I've gone back and watched some of the promo stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's very much that way. Uh, but I also think we will forget 
I don't. Th- well, one, I think it's impossible to actually forget Brian Danielson and like knowing that he's coming at some point. But I think we will forget because there's just so much going on all the time. Yeah. And we may even get an Adam Cole debut between now and a Brian Danielson debut. We don't know that. We don't know what we it's might true. get a Ric Flair debut. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 well, yeah. Well, let's see. Tony comes in here. He's like, am I the only guy who wants a heel punk? Yes. <laughs> no, I love you, Tony. I, we all love a heel punk, but there's plenty of time for that, right? We don't have to rush into it. People want to cheer him. Let's not let, let them get that out first before we start messing with, with something that's already there, right? Yeah, I think it's like this whole idea of not to go WWE here, but it's like when Becky came back and she's going to be a heel, like that's the thing. Nobody wants to boo her. Why are you yeah. making us boo her? No one I wants think, yeah. to do that. Very good point. So very let it happen point. naturally. Yeah, 100%. Very good point, honestly. That's actually a very good application of, of topical information from today's wrestling. Smo- uh, uh, S says, S is back in the building. We got S in here. S. This is going to be a heavy what, epi- what episode. <laughs> Don't hold back, boys. Hold on a second. Actually, it's not very heavy on the what's for me. Is it heavy on the what's for you? It's not. It's heavy on the like... Eh, for me, you know, there's some really powerful woo moments for me, but they're like smaller I, on, I feel on like, this episode. I feel like there's no powerful anything for me on this episode. Mm, yeah. Like, uh, and maybe, uh, maybe that's because there's a Wes, Wes, W-E-H, W-E-H. We yeah, decided that We decided that last week, yes. Yeah. Um, Smooth says the Daniel Bryan moment was hilarious. Plus maybe AJ Lee at the buy-in battle royale. Pretty interesting. Very interesting because they're having the buy-in battle royale. Is this the first time they're doing women's buy-in? They've done it once before at the very first all-out. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, this is exciting just to see a bunch of fresh faces faces in there because uh, they showed the nine women already announced, and that's their entire roster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Tony says, he, he, he. You're damn right, Tony. <laughs> Bless you. S, the references to Brian aren't going to take out the steam. Like uh, Darby's punk reference didn't deflate that for punk steam. Plus, we all know Mr. Danielson is coming. Okay, fair point, right? That's a fair point. Very much so. Very fair point, S. Okay. Someone's coming to the pizza party early. That's a good point. Um, We're going to make sure there's a slice for S. Tony, we all know Brian is showing up to challenge Miro. It's so obvious. Is it so obvious? I didn't think that was obvious, but that's a good match. I'm not mad at it. S, uh, Tony. I am not mad at that thought at all, but is that the best? Actually, yeah. Yeah. I, actually, that's a pretty cool use for punk. Uh, uh, not punk, but Brian. Very interesting, uh, Tony. You're you're definitely, uh, well, we're going to see about you, Tony, because you're giggling <laughs> and we're not sure if we're going to bring you to the pizza party just yet. Uh, no offense, Tony, but we we only have so many slices in that pizza pie. Uh, moving on. Let's go. My one of A big woo for me tonight was yeah. Malachi Black. Sure. Malachi Black. So let's talk a little Malachi Black. Malachi Black earlier in the evening had a promo where he's like, uh, Brock Anderson, like, yeah, it's not going to, this is what's going to happen. You're going to go out of the ring and you're going to get a 10 count. And then you're going to apologize to me. You know, like, and it, I just love that. The, 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 the way of framing it, just saying like, uh, and no one talks like that. No one says, oh, no, not only are you not capable, but you're also totally unprepared for what it's like to be with me in the ring. When you're in the ring, it's going to hit you. And that's what it's going to hit you. You think you're all tough beforehand. And then the match itself, uh, Brock got some good shots in early. 
He got busted open hardway. It looked like because I, I don't think it. I don't think he was gonna blade. I don't think that was a blade at all. I think that was hardway. And uh, then Malachi Black took out both Andersons, kicked Arn in the balls. I liked actually that that uh, spin kick. Arn blocked it in a cute way, and then he really got hit in the balls real bad. Um, and uh, what did you think of uh, old Malachi Black today? I thought he did a great job. I thought it was really good. Uh, a couple of things. I do think it's funny. Aaron blocked it, but I don't know. Like, he sold it in like a real world kind of way, where he like was like ah, and then ah. he realized he was like, hey, wait, this hurts, and then he got kicked in the balls and then in the head. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really I respect the fact that in my head, this is the story I, I told in my head that. Brock Anderson came up to Malachi Black in the back and was like, hey, can you bust me open hard way? Can you punch me in the head and make me bleed? Because that would be cool if you did that. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, sure. Because there's a moment where Malachi Black looked at his hands and he was like, yeah, I really knocked this guy good. <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> yeah. And it looked good. It was perfect yeah. for the moment, though. It was really perfect to make his son bleed. Really good. Really good. And I think at first I was like, oh, Lee Johnson. I thought it's like, well, this is the main event. Like, I guess here comes Cody. Cody probably dyed his hair black and it's here's dark Cody. But no, it was Lee Johnson, which I like actually because he had that great match against Miro where Miro gave him a lot and he looked really strong. And I think he could go five to ten minutes with Malachi Black on a dynamite. I am insulted. Uh, I almost I put this as a what because like Malachi Black isn't afraid of anyone. He's literally like destroying all the Andersons, and then he, uh, Lee Johnson comes out, and he run, that's when he runs. He didn't. Well, run he for just Cody. walked away. He walked away. He didn't run. Why didn't he just? Why didn't he just fuck up Lee Johnson too? <laughs> it seems like something Malachi Black would want to do. Uh, it just felt a little out of character for Malachi Black to do. Uh, we got some comments here. Uh, it would probably mean Miro drops the title, and I don't know if I would like that in re- reference to Brian Danielson versus Miro. Yeah, he would have to drop the title. He is not Brian Danielson is not going to lose the Miro, uh, so maybe not that. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what that looks like. Malachi Black changed his little boxer shorts to some tiny little speedos. That's what it was before. Yeah. Swizz. That's what it was before. I kind of like it like this, uh, personally. Yeah. Wait, you like the swishy pants? I got the swishy pants started. I started winning me over, but I understand it. I'm okay with the what he's wearing right now. Uh, sound off in the comments if you want the swissies or the speedos. Uh, and give us a Hong Kong when you're ready for it. Uh, Malachi Black. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Smooth says, not a fan. Not a fan. So we, we're, we know you don't like the speedos. Uh, you like the swishies. Gilly Gaming. Black has one of the best entrances in AEW. 100%. I forgot, to, I forgot to mention that, but I also wrote that down as well. Very good point, Gilly Gaming. Very good point. Excellent job. Uh, did you... Oh, so, uh, something I wanted to pose to you. Um, is Malachi Black allowed to sit cross-legged anymore? Yeah. Yeah, he is. He you is. Think so? I think so. I think so. I, I think... noticed him specifically not doing that after the... When he... Like, at the end of the, oh, the yeah. thing, he sat in the corner turnbuckle mm. instead of doing that. It's almost like he looked at the ground and he's just like... Can't do that. <laughs> Can't do that one anymore. Uh, I hadn't thought of that. I was I to piggyback off of Gilly Gaming. I love the fact, and I don't know if I've ever seen it before, where parts of his entrance are in total darkness. Mm-hmm. So he's he's moving around. He's climbing up the ropes. He's doing in complete darkness. Good for him. Good. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And well, it's not complete. It's complete darkness for us. But there's plenty of flashing bulbs and things like that. You oh, you froze there. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. I think we're good. I think we're good. Let us know if we're good. <laughs> that was scary. We got real scared there for a second. We froze up a little bit. Wait, Hold we're going to see. Oh, geez. Oh. 
I'm moving. Okay. Yeah, let's see what's happening here. I can't begin to tell you. Sound off if you know what's happening. <laughs> 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 oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Can Is you the hear whole us? Thing frozen? Roy's gone. Roy's gone. The three screens weren't enough. Oh man, <laughs> we got some comments here. We're gonna we're gonna talk real quick. Uh, Roy's frozen through screen. Three screens weren't enough. You're tiny and he's frozen. We need a fourth. We we need a fourth. I can hear you, Red. Uh, Chica Marks is in the building. Chica, so good to. And cousin hear from Roy you. is frozen, but you're back. Are we back? You're back. Oh, I'm moving. I think I'm moving, but I'm but now I'm gone. Now I'm over here. Say something, right. Roy. Hey. Yeah, you're back on? on. But I'm still tiny, but one we're gonna deal with tiny red right now. Let's just I, let's not mess with success. I can try to fix it. Oh, I don't geez. know if I can. Wanna we could try if we want. We could try if we want, but I'm just nervous now. Yeah, I don't know? think I can fix you. Let's but... not fix it. Wanna what okay. y'all y'all get the picture. Y'all get the picture. And we're all doing great. Roy's back. Swizz is happy that Roy's back. Everyone. <laughs> just telling people. That wanna, everyone's going to the pizza party. Roy's going to be driving. <laughs> Roy's driving us to the pizza party. I'm um, qualified to do so. He's doing it. You're all good now, but you're still tiny. I understand that, Tony. We're going to get past the fact that I'm tiny. We're all going to live through this. You can see what's going on. You want me to move up forward? You want me over here? Is that better? Uh, all right. We got to get into this. This is Red's real size. Swizz, now you're going to get fucking kicked out. Let's move on. Roy, what's another big woo for you tonight? Um, big woo for me is the small stuff. Uh, when AEW first started and Dynamite first started, everyone was complaining that there was too much wrestling and not enough kind of backstory for people to understand the characters. Mm -hmm. I think the little video packages and things they're doing right now are fantastic. I think the uh, FTR video package mm -hmm. was really awesome. Really, really Very good. sad, though. Very sad. I hope it's not. It's a work. I, I hope, hope so that's too. a work uh, because I haven't read anything like he's gotten nerve damage. Yeah. Uh, and but honestly, if he had nerve damage, he would not be coming in the ring. Also true. He would yeah. not be cleared. Yeah. Can we, can we all agree on that? Yeah. Um, I think this that match is going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm very so excited, excited about, about that. What What other little things do you notice? I love everything about Miro. Mm -hmm. I love mm -hmm. everything about Miro. I think the promo that he's cutting is really good. It leads me to a moi, a when, of they do this weird thing in AEW and they did it twice tonight. Red slowly growing. You are slowly growing. That's really funny. Um, I'm I, hulking up. <laughs> uh, where they they kind of tell their stories out out of sequence. And feel free to sound off in the comments if you disagree with me. This is really more my preference than anything else where they announce a match or they announce someone's intention and then they really kind of give you a reason, I guess. Like they announced Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker and then they did a big angle in the ring, mm -hmm. which yeah, I, I guess there was like a little angle a few weeks ago between Statlander and Britt Baker, but Baker never cut a promo. Statlander never cut a promo. And then they just announced the match. Mm-hmm. And then they did a big angle right after they announced the match, which now that I'm saying it out loud, isn't really that bad of a thing, but I don't know. No, I, I have some actually issues with that, but we're going to get into that with our what's. But I hear what you're saying. Sound off what you think about that in the comments. Let us know. Um, I, I did enjoy all those backstage. You forgot one backstage segment. It wasn't necessarily a video package, but it was the Dark Order 
yes. drama. And yes. which is, which I, I, you know, I hope they don't break up, but I'm glad to see there's some spice in there. You know, like there's a little infighting and it's going to make them grow stronger because no one's malicious. Except Evil Uno did say something mean, but sometimes you say mean things to your friends. Sometimes you say mean things to your friends. Sound off if you ever said something mean to your friends. Uh, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, there's a little bit in fighting, which is kind of good. And I'm excited to see where that leads. I hope it doesn't lead to a breakup, though, right? Uh, yeah. You know what I think it might lead to? And this is me This is me just reaching here. But I think it was either Silver or Reynolds who said something to Uno about, you're not the leader of the Dark Order, whoever made you the leader or whatever. I think it might lead to them having a new leader, whoever that is. Who is that? Maybe it's Hangman when he comes back. Maybe it's Bray Wyatt. I don't know. It's probably I hope not Bray Wyatt. It, I hope it's neither of those two. Yeah, I don't know who it would be, but maybe it leads Cowboy, to someone. Cowboys don't lead groups. Agreed. That's not cowboy shit. That's not cowboy shit at all. And we got a lot of comments on how I'm bigger. Very good. Thank you so much, Swizz, Gilly Gaming. Bless all of you. You all really helped out with that. Uh, you're going to be a big boy soon, Red. Thank you, S. Thank you, S. Uh, I think uh, she's been running in on Brit on Dark and stuff before. Uh, okay, so that explains a little bit, but I don't like... I, I, and I've talked about with this with Moet, uh, Lord Moet, uh, that I don't like when they have storylines built on Dark. Your storylines should be built on TV. And if they are on Dark, we need recaps. We need recaps of Dark. Because they, I don't want to deal with this not showing us and having us expect to watch all... What is it? Eight hours of wrestling a week? Eight hours? Uh, it's about that. Uh, maybe six. Yeah. Um, it's I still long. She, one of my woos is the Dark Order bickering because I was so emotionally invested. Very good point, Chica Marks. As we were yeah, discussing, there, uh, because we are, we love the Dark Order. So, like, just seeing this, like, a little bit of um, issue in the ranks, I'm very interested in, and maybe this will lead to Cole Cabana going after CM Punk. I don't know. I don't know about that. Who knows? Uh, be uh, uh, being the elite and Sammy's vlog. Uh, what is that about? Also, stuff to watch where they do storylines. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Con- uh, for Christ's sakes. I, I, like, how much are they asking? Very good point, Tony. Honk, honk for Tony. Give Tony a honk, honk or a squeak, squeak. Uh, something like that. Give it whatever noise you want. Um, uh, wh- let's see what other uh, big woos I got. One of what? Some of the matches on there. I'm going to say my, one of my favorite match of the night Mount Hardy versus Orange Cassidy. Good match. Good match. I like Matt Hardy versus Orange Cassidy. Yeah. And I feel like who 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 said that there's gonna be a lot of what's tonight? Tony said there was gonna be a lot of what's, right? Oh no, S. S uh, said there's gonna be a lot of what's tonight. And I think I'm gonna just assume that S is talking about this match because I feel there's a lot of Matt Hardy uh, haters out there. I'm one of them. I am one of them. But I felt like this was a good match, good throughout. Uh, I love the money bit. I love the money spot. I think that's a great use of Matt. Like just to kind of like have always have money in his pockets and it keeps falling out and he keeps having to pick it up. I think that's very <laughs> funny. Good false finishes. Uh, what did you think of that? Yeah, I thought it was good. I think Matt Hardy is doing something that I think we are as a wrestling fan base discovering more and more of is that these older wrestlers who are just really smart, really good wrestlers are finding a way to wrestle their match Mm -hmm. and taking these younger, more athletic wrestlers and guiding them through their match. And they both get over. They both look great. The only issue was that orange Cassidy broke Matt Hardy's nose. (laughs) So that's kind of an issue. Yeah. But that was, was Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was a gusher. I was thinking about that too. And we were talking, um, I guess a couple of days ago about, NXT's like in-ring work and how it's like of a high quality 
something that I think AEW, I think obviously AEW's in-ring work is also of a very high quality, but something that AEW runs into often is that wrestlers are like a little, sometimes they're off a little bit because they've never wrestled each other before. There's always fresh matchups. There's never really rematches. There's no dark matches and there's no like, you know, house shows or whatever for people to like get used to wrestling each other for TV. Their first match ever is on television. So you never really know what might happen. And I think this is an example of like, Matt Hardy didn't understand how high Orange Cassidy could get up on that cross body. And he like, wasn't ready to completely, he just wasn't in the right spot. And Orange Cassidy just crushed his nose. Yeah, I want to see that again. We have to find that. If anyone knows when it happened, was that the crossbody? Yeah, it was the crossbodies. Because there's also a moment right after it happens where Matt Hardy's just like, oh, his like face just freaks out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Been there before. Uh, excellent job. Um, yeah, Hardy's still got it. Tony says, yeah, Hardy's still got it. Uh, Smiz, great point. Matt's baby hips didn't hold him back, but the nose looked awful. We've talked many times on the show about Matt Hardy's baby hips. They're fragile. They're they're quirky. They got a mind of their own. Uh, and they're they're not very flexible. But he did a good job today. Uh, Chica Mark says good pockets theme. Yeah, I like the pockets throughout, and it closed the match too. It closed the match with the roll up, uh, the uh, the pockets, the roll ups, and then the pockets. Very good, very good point, Chica Marks. Thank you so much. And Tony, yeah, it was. I I I just agree with that comment, Tony. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was. Also a woo for me, and this I have like two woos rolled up into one. Yeah, give me. I don't know what that says. Uh, I wrote notes and I can't read them, but uh, the first few rows. Yeah. All had aviators on for Orange Cassidy's match. Did they? I love that. I thought that was wonderful. And then one of them in the very front row had a sign that said, keep wrestling alive, get vaxxed. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And love they were putting that. that up during the Jericho uh, fucking talk. <laughs> we're going to talk about that in my what? <laughs> but uh, that uh, uh, the sign was up there then, and I bet it pissed him off. It really got his gourd. Um, let's see what we got here. Uh, he did the pockets finish on Dark, also for Orange Cassidy. Very interesting. I didn't notice that. Uh, S, Hardy OC was great. Better than I expected, and the color made it better. Y'all need to Dan Lambert up and enjoy the physicality. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As you try to start with me. But I will say that is one of my woos. Dan Lambert. <laughs> He's is, doing a great job. Dan Lambert's doing a great job. Uh, S, I know you're trying to be snarky, and you're trying to hit you're trying to hit us right in the kidneys, but we won't allow it. I'm going to roll with it. Roll with the punches, and Dan Lambert is doing a great job. I really yeah. enjoy him. I think he's really fun. I think he's the Jim Cornette. Like, Jim Cornette, I've been listening to him. He's just like, the guy's cutting my promo. The guy's cutting my damn promo. He's saying my shit. I don't even, I'm trending, and it's not, not even on their TV. Uh, and so it's. Uh, I really like Dan Lambert, and that is exactly what Scorpio Sky and Ethan Carter Carter. Ethan Page. <laughs> oh, who am I Ethan talking Carter's EC3. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> They're the same. Uh, Ethan, Ethan Page, Page. way but, better. Like, that's exactly what they need, right? Yeah, that kind agreed. of mouthpiece. They just need a direction, and yeah. this gives them a direction. Honestly, I would love for it to be Cornette. I would have loved for it to be Cornette and really to rip into all those little shits in there. Uh, I'm not a Cornette head. Get off my back, all right? Get off my fucking back. Um, uh, what do we got here? Chica Marks, I took a picture of my TV to get that sign. The uh, I'm guessing the vaccinated sign. Very good. Very good work. Dan Lambert's promo was fire. We all hail. We all hail, Tony. We all agree. We all agree. Any other woos for you tonight? Actually, I got three more. Uh, I have... Let me see real quick. 
FTR. Uh, I have like a oh, I have a couple of like little woos, a little more, a couple of little more woos. Well, let's get some uh, baby woos out of there. Let's burp the them lock, out. the locker room setup for the Varsity Blondes promo that they're getting their jackets out of their lockers. Pretty good. I like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Fine. I guess that was just sound me. off if you like the locker room setup behind the Varsity <laughs> I bet someone does. I bet someone will yeah, like let's that. Let's see. Let's see. And I love, and this is like my own thing. I'm not expecting anyone else to like this. I love the wingmen. Oh, <laughs> it's in here for me too. Uh, not the match though. No, who cares? Yeah, but the wingmen, uh, like literally all of them as individual pieces, bad. <laughs> no, no, actually, no, not true. Not true. I like Peter Avalon. JD like, Drake's awesome too. And JD Drake is awesome too. Actually, I'd love for them to be the tag team. Cesar Bonini to be the muscle that's outside the ring. Cesar Bonini shouldn't be wrestling matches when Peter Avalon and JD are there. And uh, Ryan Nemeth should go take a fucking hike. God damn it. I can't stand Ryan Nemeth. He is, I, I, I don't get it. I honestly don't get how he gets so much, even the amount of TV time. They gave him so much in the beginning and they're like, Ooh, <laughs> like they yeah, realize yeah. quick. He is not worth it, but uh, it's very interesting. What are your thoughts on Ryan Nemeth? Yeah, I could do without him. I uh, watched some of his stuff on Being the Elite. You know when you know when they're trying to get someone over, they put them on Being the Elite, yeah. and I skip through his stuff. I don't care. It seems si- kind of interesting, but I just don't care. No what do you think, though? I wrote down a couple of things. J.D. Drake's outfit, what did that make you think of today? Uh, the Amish Roadkill. Yeah, I thought Amish Roadkill. I thought Amish I, Roadkill, uh, 100%. Someone- also said uh, Curtis Hughes. Remember Curtis sure, Hughes? Sure, I could yeah. see Curtis Hughes. But Curtis Hughes, didn't he have a jacket when he came to the ring? Yeah, I think he beat, yeah, I think he only wrestled in a white shirt. This though. guy was wrestling like he owns like he owns like a reception hall for a wedding. <laughs> and he's getting his answer because he has to work the cocktail hour. Yeah, I love uh, it. Uh, very good. I really enjoyed that. Uh, but uh, Peter Avalon's great. Cesar Benini should be the muscle. Ryan yeah. Nemeth should uh, carry someone's bags in the back and never be seen. Um, Lucha Bros, no pack with them tonight. Very interesting, Tony. I noticed that as well. And one, I don't think everyone should be on the show every single week. And one, if Pac were on tonight, they'd be in a backstage segment where Andrade walks up yeah. to them and then Chavo talks to them. And then yeah. they go back and forth and it'd be yeah. the same thing. Let's, let's take a break from Chavo. I yeah. love the wingmen so much, but I want J.D. Drake to move on. What is that supposed to mean, Swiss? <laughs> <laughs> move on to what do you want to move out like you don't like him or you want to move on as a solo because honestly he's not gonna make it as a solo <laughs> he's not kevin owens not uh, in aw he could be not, nwa champion in my opinion he could be nwa cha- actually he uh no he could be mlw champion he could I be feel like that's, champion that's more of like the workers like real stiff like kind of shoot style wrestling like strong style wrestling uh mlw their character's there you gotta be character. <laughs> when you're there, you're a character. It's like the Olive Garden and TBS had a baby. Um, uh, I love the. Uh, so he's got a cream thing on BTE. What? <laughs> he's got like a cream bit. I've like seen a little bit. JD Drake. Yeah. No. 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 Brian Nemeth. Brian oh, Nemeth. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> what is he gonna do? A cream thing, Swizz? You're being a real silly guy right now, silly kid. I don't know who you are, but you're from the UK, and that's all we know about you. Very mysterious, Swizz. One um, who else I like tonight? Yeah, Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader looked really good, but Red Velvet looked pretty winded. 
this is this is this is an important conversation to have because I think a lot of people are going to immediately dismiss this women's match as being sloppy and not good. But I think Jamie Hader, first of all, Jamie Hader's clothesline rules. Yeah, it's awesome. I wish the velvet could take it. Yeah, well, yeah, she like landed on her head almost when she yeah. tried to do that. But I also think Jamie Hader. I was thinking about this. She and I could be wrong, and maybe Smoyas being in the UK could correct me, but I don't feel like Jamie Hader's had a match in like a year and a half. Like since the pandemic started, I don't yeah, know no, if she's had a match. Yeah. I, I uh, oh, oh, even in the UK, was it visa issues or like COVID issues? I think it was both. Okay. I think, you know, I, I'm not sure, but I think she hasn't wrestled in a really long time. So I think she looked great for having, you know what yeah. I also loved is that Red Velvet's suicide dives to the outside Jamie Hader took those like a champ. Yeah. No, they, they looked, looked great. They looked great. And that was a lot of her. Like Jamie Hader worked real hard yeah. in this match. And Red Velvet, bless her, because she's got some energy when she comes out and she's a likable person. But I don't think she's I, 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 the character's not there. Her match with Brit hurt her. Uh, uh, and also like, it, like she got winded tonight. And then, uh, we talked about red velvet misses the standing moonsault every time this one, she completely whiffed it. At least sometimes yeah. she gets her hands on, she jumped right over her, yeah, right over did. her. And then they're just like, we're going to the finish. <laughs> Jamie Hayter's like, I've had enough. <laughs> Jamie Hayter's like, no, fuck this. We're done. Uh, JD Drake's new look, Bubba, uh, big Bubba, a roadkill throwback. We agree. Yeah, Thank you. Big S. Time. Thank you so much. Uh, Gilly Gaming, I don't think GD Drake could be MLW champ because there's so many better guys there. Well, J- whoa, 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 Gilly Gaming. GD Drake is pretty good. JD Drake is a hard. Gil- he reminds me of Fit Finley. He wrestles if like you, Finley does. Yeah, if you ever get the chance, um, I would have to. If you uh, send us a. Uh, what do they call it? A DM on Twitter. No, I will find Instagram. you or Instagram. Check us out. Uh, on, oh, by the way, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter. Make sure to like us there. So it gives me more incentive to post. <laughs> I will find you the match that he had with Eddie Kingston on dark. That's very, very, very good. And I would be curious to see what your opinion is after watching that match. And also talk more about MLW. Cause I'm curious to talk to people who love MLW. Gilly game and reach out to us. Gilly game and reach out to us. We want to ta- show you this match. And we want to hear what you think about MLW. We're going to start doing that soon. I think. Right. And we're still covering MLW. Cause, yeah. Why not? That yeah, sounds not? great. Um, yeah. uh, the size difference was hard to overlook. That's uh, with Jamie Hader and red velvet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is definite a, a huge, but one what, when she faces Chris, Stat- I want to see, Jamie Hader versus Chris Statlander. Yeah. That's the match yeah. I want to see. Yeah. I uh, we'll talk about Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker in my what's. Uh, oh, interesting. But, yeah, uh, Swiss. I don't know if the, uh, this was just on fight, but during one of the breaks, Jr. kept talking about how thick Jamie Hader is and how she just must do squats. Proper freaky guy. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jr. Stop. Just stop. Like uh, Jr. I understand you're the voice. You should be doing. I wonder what Jr. should be doing. Those sit-down interviews. Because yeah. I like him in those sit-down <laughs> interviews, and that should be his role. Have Excalibur and Taz do Dynamite. Have Tony Schiavone do the Mean Gene and do the interviews, and that's how you make it compatible. JR is pretty creepy sometimes. Yeah. I don't disagree Loves with that you blue at chew. all. Loves that blue chew. <laughs> I think JR, look, I think he needs to wise up. I think he needs to not stop saying the things that he's saying. I know that he means that he's trying to treat 
the men and the women equal equally. So he, if he said that like a man would do a bunch of squats and she's look he's looking thick it's and strong. It's the way he says it. And I he's agree. Just like, he's like Jamie Hayter's looking thick, <laughs> thick. Jr. is. Only, I was thinking about this today too while watching the show. Jr. is very good at those one-liners, and that's all he should do. Does he have like, one-liners? Like when Punk debuted in Chicago and he said like, oh, this building hasn't shaken like this since Michael Jordan was winning champion. Great. Great line. Great. Tie it all together. Great. Give me these like little like, you know, is he, he must be broken in half or whatever, but I don't need to hear him calling matches. I don't need his opinion on things. I'm finer than frog's hair split four ways. (laughs) (laughs) You like that one? You like that one? It's good. It's good. Yeah, you know he he needs to have a a more relaxed role, a more sit back role. Him yeah. being on Dynamite every week is dangerous. It's yeah. dangerous. He's gonna say WWE again. He's gonna <laughs> accidentally say a slur of some kind. I'm waiting for it. Bring in Don Callis. Let's go. I don't like Don Callis on there. Excellent commentator. Fantastic right. commentator. One well, of we're the gonna, best. We're gonna have to see about that. And the one last thing. One last thing. I really liked uh, Lucha Bros versus Varsity Blondes. You did. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. I the issue is, and it's an issue with a lot of AEW matches, is that they just do a lot of things rather than the story. And there's could be a really good story with it. No. They did a lot of things in this match, and it kind of blurred out the story of them being kind of like uh, uh, the young up and comers that are trying to find, they're trying to take over the vets. And I would like to see that story, but rather it was just like, oh, back and forth match was just great. Uh, but I just didn't uh, get it. But well, it was a fun match. Uh, I don't understand why Jurassic Express were in the crowd. I don't like that. I don't like. You seeing, don't like that. I don't like seeing Luchasaurus just sitting in the crowd. I don't know. It's just weird to me. I would rather them on the TV monitor in the back, just looking at the monitor and like nodding. Like, that's that's so funny. I like know? them in the crowd. They're scouting out their talent first front row. Um, but uh, you, you know what I'm saying. And, uh, but uh, also yeah. the fun after match thing where they beat up the young bucks. I liked. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it was nice. It was nice. It wasn't really a woo. It was a woo, but it was like a good way. <laughs> I think uh, my only feeling, my I thought overall it was good, and it looked like we were frozen, but I think we're good. I think we're good now. Oh, we, we got frozen? Yeah, but I think we're okay. Oh, we're back now. in. Okay, thank God. Thank, thank God. God. We got a uh, red JR impression, just gold. I'll give you a woo for that. Thank you, S. Small <laughs> red, no Roy again. <laughs> Big red, no Roy. <laughs> Roy's frozen again. No, Big Red and Roy, he's back. They're back. Thank you guys so much. I had no idea. That was a crisis that I missed entirely. Thank God. One day we'll write a book and it's going to be called Small Red and No Roy again. Small Red, No Roy. Big Red Roy. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent job. Thank you all so much for the information because we need this information. Yes. Sometimes we don't catch it, but we do. Do you have any other woos before we move on to the what's? Um, I, you know, you're going to bring it up in your what's, and I was on the fence about it, and I could be convinced that it was a what, and we can start with that. Well, actually, real my one quick what is Brian Pillman Jr., slow down. Yeah. You don't need to wrestle Lucha Brothers style. Just yeah. wrestle your style. Yeah. Just slow down. 100%. And that's, that's, that's the thing. issue. If he, if, the, like, almost, I wish that were the story. Like, he kept trying to speed up to their style, and they kept getting the advantage and kind of showing off about how, like, knowledgeable they are, and then all of a sudden that their intensity and their heart got them back in, rather than just be a back-and-forth match like they always do. Uh, But that's a good point, Roy. That's a good point. Uh, Let's move on to the what's. My biggest what of the evening uh, is how they're booking Britt Baker. How they're booking Britt Baker. Yeah, I completely agree. 
That's the biggest what of the evening. I feel like Britt Baker, she's naturally getting over in a stone cold rock fashion as a face. Why are you pulling back? You're supposed to give more to the fire. Let it breathe. Let her get the crowd wants her. The crowd wants her and you have no faces. You have no faces that are on her level. None. Chris Statlander's not on her level. Rio's not on her level. Sheeta's not on her level. Thunder Rosa's not on her level. None of them are on her level. But there are some heels that are coming up that could be, you know, that could be uh, up there. Like Nyla Rose is uh, almost up there. She's teetering. Uh, uh, Jamie Hayter would be a good person to have a feud with. Uh, you know, like there's some people I just don't understand, um, you know, but who knows? Who knows? What are your thoughts on that? It's funny that those are your thoughts because I feel the same way but the opposite in the sense that you're hurting your entire female roster by brit continuing to act like a heel but be cheered like a face yeah. because people don't want to cheer the faces who are coming in to try to stop brit baker like red so, velvet like red velvet like chris statlander tonight the crowd just didn't know what to didn't do care they they were just like i want to cheer for brit but i also like chris statlander i don't i'm so i'm just going to be quiet i'm just going to sit on my hands now that to me is a bigger issue about AW in their women's division. They don't give AW's women's division time to develop and let these women develop real characters that can be baby faces or can be heels. Everybody right now is just like a blue chip baby face because we're all trying really hard because they don't give us the time to actually develop a character, have promos, do stories and things like that. The only thing I can think of, the only possible thing I can think of is that the reason they're not going full – actually, no, that makes – no sense what i was even thinking doesn't make any sense is that what's this what's um uh what's her name Ooh, she's hurt right now she's got a knee injury uh reba not reba no 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 um oh, it's no. gonna drive me crazy oh no uh, who has a knee injury help us out guys yeah she she's an incredible wrestler she was a trader in wwe for us serena deep. oh serena deep serena oh yes. i love serena deep they're cutting i've seen a couple of promos of hers where she is in a wheelchair and she's getting out of the wheelchair. She's got an injury and she's cutting heel promos. So she is going to try to come back as a heel. And my only other thought, thank you, Tony, for deep. Uh, my only other thought is they're building up. Statlander is going to lose and Baker's going to, you know, whatever. And the only person who they could possibly cheer louder than Britt Baker, even though she's being a heel, is going to be Ruby Soho, who's going to be debuting in the Women's Battle Royal. And then that's your next program. Yeah. Maybe, and, but oh. I, I, but yeah, there, it's just a weird thing. I feel like they're putting some water on the fire. Uh, but like, but she could get hotter if you let her go out and cut these heel promos. But let her get cheered. Let her keep getting on a roll, you know, and then have some hot heels going after her. But we'll see. Uh, I like the Luchasaurus doesn't break character in the audience. Kayfabe. What character? He's just standing there. He's not like breaking, like he doesn't do anything that's dinosaurish. <laughs> like it's not like he does anything different than he would if he were a person. <laughs> well, I was thinking it's funny that who said that? Who said S. That? S. S is being silly. I think. I bet no. I bet S and I are on the same page because when Jungle Boy hopped the guardrail to go in the ring, dressed like someone who's going to the mall on a Friday night. Luchasaurus is just in his gear. And then I was like, well, what can Luchasaurus wear out of the ring that's appropriate for his character? Nothing. No, He's he just got to keep... Have a robe with some spikes on the back that go down the spine like a stegosaurus. I was thinking that too. I would love for him to have a robe that has that, like, like almost like a, like edge robe. 
like an edge jacket, like a trench yeah. coat, leather trench coat with spikes down the spine. That's something. That's not bad. Uh, Smith says, biggest woo is that Colton Gunn is still unbeatable, I believe. <laughs> Smith, are you drunk right now? <laughs> you, that's not hey, a woo. Everybody's got their favorites. Yeah, you got your favorites. Could do could do a hater-baker split in a couple months, turn her fully face then. Uh, yeah, they could. I, I just don't... Uh, like I, I'm just worried about the now, but I understand what you're saying, Swizz. Like I'm just worried about what they're doing now and the people that uh, that's getting hurt in the way. Like Red Velvet, what is Red Velvet's character? She's just like a happy pastry. That is her entire character. Uh, Red Velvet, like she's from her mama's kitchen. Like it's just like there's nothing about the character other than that she's happy. Right. Um, um, the- well, she has a future. See, she has a history. They did. That's the thing, though. That this is what they do sometimes, especially with women. They do these video packages with the women, and it's like, oh, Red Velvet's dad was a boxer, and she's got this boxing background. She's done all of that, and then she starts boxing for a little bit, but then she doesn't have a match for a few weeks on TV, and they just forget about all of that momentum, and she goes back to just being a happy pastry again. Mm-hmm. You're right. Uh, Britt will also face Thunder Rosa soon, probably. Uh, but again, Thunder Rosa isn't as over as Britt. And it's going to hurt Thunder Rosa a little bit, potentially. We, we and that's AEW's fault. That's because AEW's fault. they because said, she could I mean, be. she could be. Absolutely, she Thunder could Rosa be. Thunder Rosa was on a fucking roll. And after that, what was that that match they had earlier this year? What was she the last one standing? The the unsanctioned match. The unsanctioned match. She they had that, won. Um, she won, and they literally just stopped doing anything with her. She was on fire. Oh my god, that's angering. That's so angering. Uh, but and then uh, Swiss says Colton Gunn is twenty four and zero. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all those dark matches, and they really love their Colton Gunn. I don't know. I'm just not a. I'm just not a gun. A, a Colton Gunn fan. I is Colton yes, the. Tall the one tall one, the, the short one. Not nah, Austin, <laughs> not the rapper. Uh, Colton's the one that he has a good splash in the corner. He does yes, have a good splash in the does. corner. Good he drop flies. Um, what's your biggest what of the night? Um, I think my biggest what was what we discussed is just the handling of the women's division. It's like a mixture of that, which leads me to my other what, which is this stupid six man tag with QT Marshall. Get off my television, QT Marshall. I don't want you here. Yeah. And I will very rarely say that about anybody, but with him specifically. You do a lot of things that I'm sure of great value to this company. You train people. You're an agent, whatever. I just don't need you on my television. And you know what? If you want to fight Big Show or Paul White, go ahead and do it. There doesn't need to be any build. I don't need any pr- – I know who Paul White is. I know who you are. You've never won a match on television. And I'm not so... concerned about you winning. I'm not yeah, – like there's no – right. It's really an exhibition to show if Big Show can still move. <laughs> and, and that's yeah. really the entire reason we're going to watch that match. Uh, big, uh, and, uh, big Show on commentary. Like, just to talk about that entire... That whole match was a snore. It was a big, boring champ. But then Big Show on commentary, it's like two slabs of beef slapping into each other. Like, he just says the stupidest things. He's just like... And he puts himself over all the time. And he doesn't know any of the names of moves. He just doesn't... He's not at all... He doesn't... It feels like he doesn't care. It feels like he's just... He's high energy sometimes. It's just... I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, uh, what do you think of Big Show on commentary? He means well. You know, he means well, but I have a hard, I'm a big commentary guy. I mm-hmm. love watching like good commentary with my matches. And that's why I don't generally watch elevation. Cause I don't think Tony and big show are all that great. No, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. So, Dark is pretty good though. Excalibur oh. and Taz have a ball. Yeah, when Ricky joins. It's a lot of fun. We saw a, a gun family versus cutie match. That match hurt my soul. 
Uh, yeah, that was pretty badass. Uh, that, that, you're talking about QT Marshall, right? When you say QT? Yeah, QT. it has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, yeah it, hurt, so. it hurt all our souls. Uh, so I'm glad that we're on the same page. Tony, during that six man, to make it interesting, they should have let Big Show destroy all three. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they should have. But they're saving it. They're saving it for that. And I get it because we want to see that, Tony. They know that we want this. Are you Tony Khan? Uh, <laughs> just realized that. Very interesting. Very suspicious, Tony. Um, but very interesting. Uh, but yeah, that was my biggest issue with it. Uh, QT Marshall. Cutie Marshall. I, that's yeah, really Cutie funny. Marshall. Cutie Marshall. Why do they keep saying Marshall? I, that's how he pronounces it. Is it? I guess. For Christ's sakes. Get a fucking life. Uh, moving on. <laughs> I got one more big what of the evening. Is it this Jericho MJF segment? <laughs> yes, I'm excited to hear why. I just don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. Like, I, I know this is probably leading towards Jericho's retirement. He actually looked pretty emotional when he came out. But I'm so tired of hearing the Judas song. I am so tired of the, of Jericho as a face. I am so tired of Jericho versus MJF. It just feels so old and beaten down like Jericho and yep. I, honestly yep. like and I don't want to like uh, uh, of course Jericho is a legend he's done some great things but honestly his face turn this past year has been one of the worst things for me his uh, whole year I think the past year actually ever since his Orange Cassidy feud I did not like the Orange Cassidy feud I like some moments when him and MJF were friends I liked Dinner Debonair I yeah. liked Dinner Debonair, but like, uh, like other than that, like I've just been like his Orange Cassidy feud hurt Orange Cassidy in my eyes. I feel like uh, 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 it wasn't it wasn't a good feud for Orange Cassidy, uh, and uh, this MJF thing has just been drawn to death. And I, I just wish Jericho took a break for a little bit, maybe for a few months, and then comes back and has his retirement tour. Um, but this I just feel is just a, a little bit much. And last yeah. week should have been his retirement match. And yeah. that's what they should have done. They should have said, if I can't win these labors, I am going to retire. Yeah. Yeah. I pretty much agree with everything you're saying. I It's this weird thing. And uh, feel free to, to disagree or if anybody has a different opinion on this. Jericho and Orange Cassidy had a really great first match. And then right after that first match, it's like Jericho just aged 10 years and just hasn't been the same in the ring ever since. And it's very odd to me. I mean, he had a good tag match against the young bucks with MJF earlier in the year. That was pretty good, but I agree. I, I it feels sometimes I don't generally agree with uh, people when they say this. And I think you've said it before. I think, you know, our friend Alex has said it before about this, like Tony Khan just kind of gives the ball to the wrestlers. And he just says, yeah, you go and do it. Like, there's no booker. There's no one there to say no, necessarily. And this seems like one of those instances where Jericho's like, I'm probably done, but I'm going to do it the way I want to do it, and we'll do these labors, and then we'll do another match, and then maybe there's going to be another thing, rather than, like, a booker being like, I think it's best if we just do it this way. And that's just that, you know? Because yeah. it feels a little dragged out. Like, I get it. And I when they when Jericho's like, I need to do this one more time, we're going to have a match at the pay-per-view or whatever, there was a part of me that was like, yeah, okay, I kind of expected that to happen, but I don't know if that's because that's standard wrestling storytelling or because I've just gotten used to AEW, especially Jericho, MJF, Inner Circle, Pinnacle. This whole thing has been booked so strangely. Yeah. 
It just doesn't, none of it makes any sense. Just no. like the backwards. Hardy family stuff, it's all backwards. And now Jericho beat, or no, Orange Cassidy, this is like a side, but we're going to go back to Jericho. Orange Cassidy beat Matt Hardy this week. So now next week he's fighting Jack Evans. It's like yeah. when you beat the final boss, but now there's a bonus level where you have to beat like a low-level henchman again. Why? Yeah, or you have like steel cage, a halftime match, and then a singles. <laughs> right, exactly. And yeah, now here's like a nope. singles feud. Yeah. And and also the inner circle hasn't been together on television since they won that war games match. Since they stayed together, they haven't been together. Yeah. yeah so they, what's yeah, happening? Well, I'm here? I'm glad that uh proud and powerful, powerful and proud, proud and proud and powerful. Yeah. Proud and powerful are going to move on. I hope yeah. they do. I honestly hope that Eddie Kingston joins with them and they kind of form together because I think they yeah. would be a good trios uh even though i i'm fine with him and mox whatever uh yeah, sure. but uh let's see what sure. we got some comments here uh jericho kind of spoiled it by saying he would do commentary very good point uh, uh tony i yeah i it, it really did spoil it because it's obviously that's the transition he's basically saying that's gonna be my transition uh and i'm okay with him on commentary i'm not in love with him on commentary he was better during quarantine yeah he was he was he was calmer he was calmer and he he was didn't able to realize, talk. I'm sorry, he didn't realize that it was a shtick yet. Like yeah. once he started getting over and people started saying how much they liked his commentary, then he started becoming like a shticky, like Jericho Real thing. over the top and like screaming. He's basically screaming the entire time. Yeah. I, I don't want to see Jericho wrestle again. Smith says this. I don't want to see Jericho wrestle again. And if he's on commentary, where is he going to go? It would mean to be a four-man booth on both main shows. Yeah. Yeah, that would be terrible. I don't want a three-man booth. Yeah, I don't want a three-person booth. I want a two-person booth. Two-person booth. Tony, Jericho needs a break to hit the gym again and just build up again. Wrestlers are busy, and at this age, it's hard to keep up. Yeah, it's true. It's hard to keep up. I don't know if... uh, like I just want to see him... uh, like Take a little break. Just a little break so we care more about this retirement. Just a little bit, you know? Uh, Something. Uh, But S says, how much would it suck if Jericho beat MJF? lord that's a good point s that's yeah. a good point that's a good point because honestly i thought this was over already yeah. i thought this was over last week but i guess it's not so who knows how they're gonna drag this out maybe he's gonna keep going uh that's a very good point that's actually too good of a point because if i'm chris jericho i'm thinking to myself i'm gonna wrestle like third or fourth on this card on this massive card like with cm punk coming back and this world title match and there's a cage match I'm going to have my last match ever as like the fourth match on like some random pay-per-view card. I think Jericho might win and that's a bummer. Yeah. That's interesting. I I, I don't know. We're going to have to find out. We're going to have to find out any other what's that you have. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. We had such a fun time today. Yeah, we We did. did All the things we covered, all the stuff. And guess where we're going to be? We're going to be here on Friday covering Rampage. Wait, all right. Are you good with yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Of course. Oh, let's sure, do, it. Let's do, it. Let's do <laughs> it. Yeah, because one, we're going to cover it for you. And it's not going to be glitchy. We're going to be here. I might be big. I might be small. But we're going to be here. We're going to be here. That's the point of it. That's the fun of it. Uh, and uh, thank you all so much for joining us. This is Loser Lee's Wrestling, the woos of what's of AEW Dynamite. Check us out. Check out our podcast. Give us a listen. Put in a good review. A good review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know you're there. We appreciate it. Uh, also, uh, what, what do you have to say, Royster? Wait, this is um, Tony said, what about Garcia attacking Darby? Good point. 
That's like a wah for me. I don't feel anything wham. about it. I think they're going to have one more match maybe, and that'll be fun. Honestly, but... that might be a reason why Darby loses to Punk. Oh. That'd be terrible. That would, that be, would terrible. be terrible. That would yeah. be terrible. But that they'll probably have a match terrible. in Chicago next week or something, or maybe Punk, or there's some type of something. But they, have, sure they will have a great match. match. They will have yeah. a great match, but I didn't care about that moment. Chico Marks, great show. I'll miss Friday. It's w- <gasps> It's Wrestling Pro Wrestling. Fuck. Well, I got to miss it. I got to miss it, Chico Marks. I can't make it. Wrestling Pro Wrestling is Brian Kendrick's uh, school's uh, comedy show. Oh, that's awesome. It's great. There's like You got to go. No, I can't go. There's a what's his name? Uh, Benjamin Schmenjman, and there's <laughs> there's uh, Ricotta Flair and Parmesan Anderson. <laughs> it's, great. <laughs> it's great. Nice job, guys. Which says quick format question: Is Roy the new guy on the pod, the Stan Lane, or does the pod run by Freebird rules? And it could be any of the three of you at any given day. Freebird rules. Freebird free rules. Big rules, time. hundred percent. Very good point, us. And I like that. This is a freebird. Uh, we are the Freebirds. Yeah, and I would like to also point out if we can ever figure out how to get all three of us on at once, we'll do that. We we still haven't figured that. Our CP usage can only get two faces on the screen right now. We're working on a third. If you got answers for that, let us know. But I I have to close the show because this is also, I don't edit this podcast. This is how it goes. So thank you all so much, Loser Leaves Wrestling. My name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with Roy Lazowitz. Let's say bye, Roy. Bye. 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 Yeah, check us out on Twitter too. Check us on Twitter. I'm gonna post fun wrestling things sometimes. Oh, he's got a live tweet for us. We're gonna have some Roy live tweeting. (laughs) Bye. 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 Excellent job. Excellent job. This was a this was a banger. This was a banger.